Hi, hello, it's me. Um, so today, uh, I know you're thinking, oh my gosh, Chini, where's episode three, four, and five of the Proverbs Challenge? Dude, calm down, we'll get there. But for the meantime, I want to start this new series where it's more like a me just having a conversation with my friend type thing. You know, like when you sit your friends down and you're like, listen, let me tell you the truth. You're not going to like it, but it's coming from love. That's what this is going to be. And this is going to come from like actual life lessons that I've gotten, you know, because that's what just happened to me today. So I'm just a little bit of a backstory. I'm currently doing an internship and it's like, it's literally about to end in like two days and it's in media, I'm on radio. And the thing is that because it's an internship for school and I'm still in school, I technically shouldn't have received half of the opportunities that I've received. I've gone on air almost every single day since I started working there. I've co-hosted a show, I've conducted interviews, I've read the news, I've done things that people in the same internship would never be able to do because it's not normal. And I noticed something that my um, supervisor mentioned to me, and it's stuck in my head now when I've been doing some self-evaluation. Every time a new opportunity comes up out to me and they say, oh, Chinny, you should do this, my immediate response is no. Like, immediately, I just say no. <laughs> and I didn't even realize that I was that quick to say no because... I thought that that was me being careful. That was me being a perfectionist, as I've titled myself. And when I was trying to explain my way out of it, because my supervisor confronted me and was like, you need to stop turning down opportunities to learn. Because a lot of people in your position in this internship have never even dreamt of being asked to do half the things that you're being asked to do. So this is a lot for you. And you should learn to take it on as a beautiful opportunity. And I started going on about how, yeah, it's not that I don't want to. It's just because I'm not sure because I've never done it before and I don't want to do a bad job. And it's on air. It's live. I don't want to make the station look bad I don't want to do this 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 and he was like listen girl shut up shut your mouth because that's nonsense you will make mistakes you will 100% make mistakes even if you were trained even if you were trained professional you would make mistakes so that's not the reason and I realized oh my gosh I'm scared I'm scared of everything like every time I want to try something new I have this thing about me that makes me look like I'm so brave, but I'm terrified. That's why I say I'm a perfectionist. I'm not a perfectionist. I'm scared. And I know that there's someone out there who's listening right now. And as I just said that, something just shook through your body. You're like, oh, wait, am I also scared? Am I really just not a perfectionist? Girl, guy, you're not a perfectionist. You're scared. Um, <laughs> you are. And it's okay. It's okay. Because now you know. And now you can make a conscious effort not to be. You know, when I was having that conversation with my um, supervisor and he was telling me all of that, I remembered that that same morning I had prayed and I said, God, help me to recognize my opportunities and help me not to be the reason they don't come to pass for myself. Help me to not get in my own way. And that is exactly what I was doing. And I'm so thankful that God answers prayers because he helped me to realize what it is that I've been doing that is me getting in my own way. 
And some of you are listening to this now, and it's now just dawning on you the habits, the words that you've been speaking, the things that you've been doing that is literally like you are building your own walls in front of what God is putting in front of you, in front of what God is trying to lead you towards. So I recently changed my Instagram bio and I put on-air personality, presenter, and host. And you might be like, girl, what? It's because for so long... Before I even realized I wanted to be media, people would say things like, Chinny, you just present, like you, you come across well. I feel like you'd be good on TV. I feel like you'd be a good host. Oh my gosh, you should try radio. Stuff like that. And that's kind of how I was pushed into podcasting. They were like, we love it when you speak because I used to make these short little videos on Instagram with just my voice in the background. And at that time, I had no desire to be media. I just did it because like I wanted to encourage people and it's whatever. And it's beautiful the way that God works because he will really bring things out of nowhere and it'll come across like, whoa, but it's you, when the pieces start to fall into play, you realize that this has always been his plan. So now I'm in a position where I've been co-hosting and interviewing and all of that for literally just three weeks, but (laughs) I want to wear it proudly. People have done less and and added it to their title. People have done a lot less than that and it's become part of who they are. And I realized that I was scared to put in my Instagram on-air personality or radio host because I was scared someone was going to ask me, how dare you? Someone was going to say, "You, you don't get to do that. Like, why would you be able to do that? You're literally not that. But I have decided that I want to be audacious. Is it audacious or audacious? I don't know, but I want to have audacity with my gifts. Whenever I present myself, when I, whenever I present what it is that God has put inside of me, the giftings that he's put inside of me, I want to do it with audacity. And I want you guys to do the same thing. Forget about the people who are going to ask you, how dare you? In fact, it doesn't matter. When they ask you, how dare you? When they ask you, who said you can't tell them God did? Because God put those gifts inside of you, those things that you know are special about you, that you keep, you, you keep shutting down, you keep telling to keep quiet, you keep stifling because you're scared that you're going to finally come into your own. You're going to finally come into the woman or the man that God has designed for you to be and people are going to question you. But let me tell you now, it's okay if they do. Because for years, I've been struggling with this fear. of, And and what it's done is that it's led to me constantly missing out on opportunities or constantly living below my potential. Because you know when you're called to do something different. You know when you're called to be different and special. But if you will let fear win, then you're not going to get there. So I would have this voice in my head that would say, oh, you're not going to do it. Don't bother. Um, it's not going to be perfect. So don't even try. If that isn't the devil, then I don't know what is. And, you know, fear has stopped me from grabbing onto so many opportunities. It stopped me from taking risks, from trying new things. And as I'm wrapping up this internship, I noticed this pattern that I've been, I've been doing. I've been going on and on and on and on repeating this. And it's this horrible pattern that has made me feel so stuck. It's made me feel like I am not moving forward. Because every time God presents something to me as an opportunity, I immediately, without even thinking about it, say no. I immediately shut it down because I'm so scared. 
fear literally is the worst thing in the world you know what's so crazy i remember um was it sadie roberts i think it was her she had this brand like when she first started you know becoming more popular she was going on about fear and how she was gonna live um above fear i don't fully remember everything and i remember thinking to myself why is this girl making fear such a big deal like it's literally not that big of a deal like okay if you deal with fear then and you realize that you have fear just stop like don't be scared anymore no (laughs) she caught on to something that i'm just now catching on to when you live in fear it is ingrained into every single thing that your hands touch i'm telling you now and a lot of times you can't tell that the decisions that you're making the way that you're living the way that you're going about your everyday life is a product of that fear So you're missing out on things. You're saying no to things. You're saying yes to certain things. And it's all as a result of fear. Fear becomes a lifestyle for those who accept it. It's not just a feeling anymore. It's now who you've become. It it manifests in your relationships. It manifests in your work. It manifests in your pleasures, like your passions, the things you do outside of work. It manifests in the decisions that you make, how you spend your money, everything. I now, like literally now sitting here recording this, I'm literally remembering all the times that I've made a decision or refused to make a decision or gone forward or stepped back or whatever the case may be because of fear. I'm thinking about the person I would have been by now if I realized that I was so fearful. And I thank God that at 25, I'm realizing this because a part of me saying, oh man, you've missed out on so much. But now a bigger part of me, thanks to the Holy Spirit is saying, you know what? You have so much more ahead of you. I don't care if you're 18. I don't care if you're 25. I don't care if you're 45. You have more ahead of you. Why? Because now you understand the problem and you can be active about fixing it. You can write down those things that you know are things that God wants for you to do. They're in your head. You think about them 24-7. They never leave your mind, but you have never made a step towards getting there. Or even when you've made the steps, you've, t- you've fallen back before you could actually make any real progress. You're so scared that things aren't going to work out. You're so scared that if you allow yourself to really want this thing, that if you allow yourself to actually try and something goes wrong, you won't be able to live with the disappointment. But let me tell you something now. What is worse than that is living with the fact that you didn't do anything. What is worse than the disappointment of failure is living with the fact that you never tried so you don't know if you could have succeeded or not. And let me tell you something about failure. Failure is never, never permanent. Failure is never permanent. Because as long as you realize this did not work and you say, okay, well, I'm going to try it like this this time. You have moved past that failure and now that failure has done more to serve you than to work against you. So many of you are listening to this right now and you know in the depths of your heart that you have been living in fear. You know that the enemy has been ruling the decisions that you've been making. You're not living in faith. 
And you, that's the thing. When you're not living in, in faith, you're living in fear. When you're living in fear, you're not living in faith. And as a Christian, you are called to live by faith. It has to be by faith. Because if you go based off of what you can see, what is logical, what makes sense, you literally become like everybody else. And you're not called to be like everybody else. We, oh my goodness, as I'm saying all of this, my heart is so heavy because I can see someone right now, you're listening to this, and you kind of just like perked up because it just dawned on you that this is you that I'm speaking about. Let me tell you something now, girl, me too. Me too. But you know what? We have to be committed. We have to make the decision now. We're not going to do this. And you know, one of the main things that I've noticed has aided in fear ruling my life is that whenever God tells me something, whenever I get a new idea, whenever a new opportunity presents itself, whether it's business, whether it's for social media, because I'm a content creator, whatever the case may be, I never write it down. Never. I think about it, I think about it, I think about it, I think about it, but I do not write it down. The Bible literally says to write the vision, make it plain. There is a reason God says that because when you can look at it and refer to it, you begin to make sense of it. You begin to actually think about ways that it can be solved. Because let me tell you, your brain is not that strong. You cannot process all that information only in your mind and never write any of it out. So I encourage you right now, from today moving forward, you have to decide that you don't want to live fearful anymore. You have to. You have to decide, you know what? I'm done being scared. I'm just going to do it. And if it sucks, then it sucks. But I'm just going to go. I'm just going to do it. Why? Because every time you say no, you're not just saying no to yourself. You're saying no to God, which is blatant disobedience to you it might just be oh i'm scared i don't have the courage or oh i i I don't think i can do this right now god but you're being disobedient because it's an instruction everything your purpose the, the plans that god has for your life that's an instruction it's not he doesn't reveal that to you just so you can know he's telling you what he has designed for you so if you live outside of that you're living in disobedience You're doing a disservice to yourself as well because you're living below the standard of life that God has called you to. There's so much more for you and you're telling yourself, no, and you deserve, yes. So I've declared that this is my year of yes. Like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep saying yes to things and I'm gonna do it scared. I was explaining to my brother the other day, like I don't mind doing the hard thing. I'll do the hard thing, but let me freak out first. And you know what? I've realized that is not a good mindset to have. Not at all. Because what it's going to do is that it's going to rob me of chances because it's not every time that I'm going to have enough time to freak out. There'll be times when I say no because I'm scared and I, I need a second to like process it and then I'll be ready. Um, but I won't always get that second chance to come back and say, okay, now I'm ready. So I just have to learn to say yes. And on my way to doing that really crazy thing, I have to be like, God, you got to help me now. You have to help me now because I've opened the door now. I've agreed to do what it is that you, you want me to do. Help me. <laughs> help me now. Whew. Okay. I think I've gotten it all off my chest. <laughs> 
I really just want to encourage you guys, listen, fear is literally demonic, like blatantly from the devil. And I'm realizing more and more that it is the worst thing that a believer can do. It is the worst because it is the direct opposite of faith. And it's not just the direct opposite of faith. It is also a product of unbelief. It is also the thing that ruins lives. I'm telling you now. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, the issue, one of the biggest issues with fear is that it doesn't just feel fearful. It's not a feeling. It is literally going to become a lifestyle if you don't stop it. It will become how you live. It will become the way you do things. Okay, I think I'm done now. Thank you guys so much for listening. I said this was going to be short, but I feel like 16 minutes is long or not. I don't know. Let me know uh, what you guys think. And I will try to remember (laughs) to leave a link for you guys to um, reply me on Anchor so we we can get to talking. All right, have a great day. I love you all so much. God bless you.